Ah, that music signifies that we are in another edition of Not Fake News, a podcast exposing and analyzing misinformation, disinformation, and no information in the news. By me, Mike P., your Ivy League conservative and former Democrat who has come to his senses. I am coming to you from the great flyover country, the great Midwest, specifically Ohio. Democrats used to say that there were, they were for equality of all individuals. The principle proclaimed in the Declaration of Independence. It was made into law with the 14th and 15th Amendments to the Constitution and the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Now, Democrats say they are for equity for all groups of people, including women. In 2022, Democrats say that women as a group are discriminated against in the workplace. Well, regarding the political workplace where persons are elected by the people and their salaries are paid for by the people, the government, i.e. taxpayers, the often repeated complaint is that there are not enough women in elected office, that it is unfair to women, and that more women need to be appointed or elected to political office, period. End of discussion. And if you disagree, you are a misogynist. Well, what happens when the tables are turned and the women in political office outnumber the men? Do we abandon the concept of equity? Do we ask some women to step down from office or not run for office so that the number of men and women are more equitable? What happens when there are more Democrats than Republicans? Do we demand equity there? Well, this is the situation in one branch of government, the judicial branch, in the state of Ohio. And I suspect it is like that in many other states. As a background to this story, I cite the fake news published in the Cleveland Plain Dealer on last Sunday's forum page by Thomas Sudis. Hope I'm pronouncing his name right. He is a member of the Plain Dealer editorial board. Mr. Sudis, who resides in Athens, Ohio, teaches journalism at Ohio University's School of Journalism. In The Plain Dealer, Mr. Sudis wrote a commentary entitled, Ohio is still lagging when it comes to electing women. He wrote, and I quote, Tuesday was International Women's Day, a salutary reminder that gender equity has a long way to go in the state politics in Ohio, end quote. He was complaining that no woman had ever been elected to the United States Senate from Ohio, and only one woman has served as Ohio governor. Now, these positions pertain to the executive and the legislative branches of government. But what about the judicial branch of government? Now, in his article, the professor concedes that at present, there are more women than men elected to the Ohio Supreme Court, which is the highest office 
in the state and that is a four to three four women three men but he does not bother to climb further down the judicial tree branch to the 12 appellate courts in the county and municipal trial courts if he had done a little climbing and a little research he would have found that for elected judicial positions there is indeed an imbalance when it comes to gender and the imbalance favors women what that's right the imbalance favors women you mean gender equity is another big lie yes my friends another big lie perpetrated by the media and the democrats but i repeat myself as a practicing attorney i must pay attention to judges so i am aware of the number of female judges and to paraphrase feminist icon dolly parton who said quote there are good women and there are bad women end quote like men there are good women judges and bad women judges i will leave it there but to say ohio is still lagging when it comes to electing women to the judicial branch is simply not true here are the facts appellate courts are where most case law is made in our country they are extremely powerful and extremely busy they handle all criminal appeals the state of ohio has 12 appellate districts the three largest are in cuyahoga county which is cleveland franklin county which is columbus and hamilton county which is cincinnati in these three districts there are 25 elected judges currently sitting 18 of the 25 or 72 percent are female in cuyahoga county appellate court nine out of the 12 appellate court judges are female that's 75 percent moving down to the trial courts in cuyahoga county regarding the county trial courts where felony crimes are adjudicated there are 22 males and 25 females in the domestic relations court all five judges are female where is the equity there at the city level of the 29 municipal court judges 17 are female and only 12 are male these numbers suggest that it is high time to move on from this obsession that with gender equity as far as electing judges voters should concentrate on choosing judges based on performance temperament experience and qualifications instead of identifiers such as gender race nationality and name familiarity so no professor sudas ohio is not lagging when it comes to electing women at least in the judicial branch of government in fact there is judicial gender inequality revealing discrimination against men how should this inequity be addressed professor in closing let me say that in cuyahoga county the bluest blob in a red state of the 88 elected judges at all levels only six are republicans that's right in cuyahoga county ohio 93 percent of all elected judges are democrats is that fair where 
is the equity there? This means that a competent, experienced, even-tempered, qualified attorney who happens to be a Republican will rarely get elected to a judicial office in Cuyahoga County, Ohio, simply because his or her party affiliation. So they don't even try. Is that fair? Is that good for our judicial system? I don't think so. Well, that's all I have for now. Until next time, this is Mike T saying thanks for listening. And remember, never, never take for granted the blessings of liberty established for us and our children by our great constitution. Read it, learn it, defend it against our enemies. Fake news is real. It's dangerous. It's everywhere. Stay informed. Be engaged. Our republic depends on you to keep it. There's the music. That means it's time for another edition of Not Fake News, a podcast exposing and analyzing misinformation, disinformation, and no information. All of that in the news by me, Mike T., your Ivy League conservative and former Democrat who has come to his senses. And I'm coming to you from the great Midwest flyover country, actually, Cleveland, Ohio. Now, Democrats used to say that they were for equality for all individuals. The principle proclaimed in the Declaration of Independence, codified into law with the 14th and 15th Amendments, Civil Rights Act of 1964, and Voting Rights Act of 1965. Now, Democrats say they are for equity for all groups of people, including women. And in 2022, Democrats say that women as a group are discriminated against in the workplace. Well, regarding the political workplace, where persons are elected by the people and their salaries are paid for by the government, i.e. taxpayers, the often repeated complaint is that there are not enough women in elected office, that it is unfair to women, and that more women need to be appointed and elected to political office, period. End of discussion. If you disagree, you are a misogynist. Well, what happens when the tables are turned, when the women in political office outnumber the men? Do we abandon the concept of equity? Do we ask some women to step down from office or not run for office so that the number of men and women are more equitable? What happens when there are more Democrats than Republicans? Should we demand equity there? Well, this is the situation in one branch of government, the judicial branch, one that I am familiar with, and I suspect it is like that in other states, even so-called red states like Ohio. As background to this story, I cite the fake news published in the Cleveland Plain Dealer, last Sunday's forum page by Thomas Sudis. My apologies to Mr. Sudis if I'm mispronouncing his name. 
He is a member of the Plain Dealer Editorial Board, and he resides in Athens, Ohio, and he teaches journalism at Ohio's University's School of Journalism. In The Plain Dealer, Mr. Sudas wrote a commentary entitled, Ohio is lagging when it comes to electing women. And he wrote, and I quote, Tuesday was International Women's Day, a salutary reminder that gender equity has a way to go in state politics in Ohio, end quote. He was complaining that no woman had ever been elected to the United States Senate from Ohio, and only one woman has served as Ohio governor. Now, of course, these positions pertain to the executive and legislative branches of government, but what about the judicial branch of government? Now, in his article, Professor Sudas concedes that at the present time, there are more women than men elected to the Ohio Supreme Court. That's the, that's the highest court in the state of Ohio. And it's four to three in favor of women. But he does not bother to climb further down the judicial tree branch to the 12 appellate courts and the county and municipal trial courts. If he had done a little climbing and a little research, he would have found that for elected judicial positions, there is indeed an imbalance when it comes to gender. And the imbalance favors women. What? That's right. The imbalance favors women. You mean gender inequity is another big lie? Yes, my friends, another big lie perpetrated by the media and the Democrats. But as Peter Kersenoff says, I repeat myself. As a practicing attorney, I must pay attention to judges. So I am aware of the number of female judges. And to paraphrase feminist icon Dolly Parton, who said, quote, there are good women and there are bad women, end quote. Like men, there are good woman judges and bad woman judges. I will leave it there. But to say Ohio is still lagging when it comes to electing women to the judicial branch is simply not true. Here are the facts. Appellate courts, where most case law is made in our country, are extremely powerful and extremely busy. They handle all criminal appeals from the trial courts. The state of Ohio has 12 appellate districts. The three largest are in Cuyahoga County, which is Cleveland, Franklin County, which is Columbus, and Hamilton County, which is Cincinnati. In these three appellate court districts, there are 25 elected judges currently sitting. 18 of the 25, or 72%, are female. In Cuyahoga County, the largest appellate district, nine out of the 12 appellate court judges are female. That's 75%, three out of four. Moving down to the trial courts in Cuyahoga County, where felony crimes are, in the county trial courts where felony crimes are adjudicated, there are 22 males and 25 females. In the domestic relations court, all five judges are female. Where's the equity there? At the city level, 
of the 29 municipal court judges in Cuyahoga County, 17 are female and only 12 are male. These numbers suggest that it is high time to move on from this obsession with gender equity. As far as electing judges, voters should concentrate on choosing judges based upon performance, temperament, experience, and qualifications instead of identifiers such as gender, race, nationality, and my favorite, name familiarity. So no, Professor Sudas, Ohio is not lagging when it comes to electing women, at least in the judicial branch of government. In fact, there is judicial gender inequality revealing possible discrimination against men. How should this inequity be addressed, Professor? In closing, let me say that in Cuyahoga County, the bluest blob in a red state, of the 88 elected judges at all levels, only six are Republicans. That's right, six out of 88. In Cuyahoga County, 93% of all elected judges are Democrats. Is that fair? There is the equity there. This means that a competent, experienced, even-tempered, qualified attorney who happens to be a Republican will rarely get elected to a judicial office simply because of his or her party affiliation. They don't even try. Is that fair? Is that good for our judicial system? I don't think so. That's all I have to say for now. Until next time, this is Mike T. saying thanks for listening. And remember, never, never take for granted the blessings of liberty established for us and our children by our great Constitution. Read it, learn it, defend it against our enemies. Fake news is real. It's dangerous. It's everywhere. Stay informed, be engaged, and remember, our republic depends on you to keep it.